Yo, what up? Welcome to the Left Home Podcast, episode number three. This week, we have our first guest on the pod. Who we win? As I'm trying to adjust. As he's the trying to adjust the, <laughs> the mic. We'll get What's it figured up, out. Hui is a content creator, also yeah. based out of or from Minnesota, but now resides in the Phoenix area. Yes, sir. Uh, he is... Uh, Works for one of the biggest creative agencies in Arizona. Uh, he is a freelancer as well. He has good style. One of the first guys I met when I got down to Arizona. One of my first like creator friends, I guess. And yeah, it's funny though. Just we, all like, around knew, good, good we, like, dude. Knew of each other though. Yeah, who he actually? Funny. I, funny enough, I was literally watching. Uh, or no, I was scrolling back in like my archives on yeah. Instagram and I saw a comment from the Exceed account from like 2019. That's maybe. definitely me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, our first guest. Yeah. Dope, dude. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming. Appreciate it. So I like I like the name of the pod too. Yeah. Because we all left home. Exactly. Because we're all from Minnesota. Exactly. Yeah. From Minnesota. <laughs> you said that, how quickly did you move? Um, You moved in like a week, didn't you? It was like, Broderick gave me like a month. Oh, yeah. a month? So, okay. yeah. That's still pretty, that's still pretty crazy. Yeah. Though. It was literally like I called him one day and I was like, here's the deal. Probably have a room open like on the first. You doing it or not? <laughs> and he was like, right. "Just like, hype it up, like, it, yeah, it's I'll, fucking I'll, awesome I'll out it. here. Like, are you, are you about to move or what?" Yeah. So, yeah, and that's pretty much, pretty much how he got here. But yeah, dude. Um, how? What made you move here? Um, dude, I was so I was working at an agency, and I was and I was also doing exceed on the t- on the on the side, and uh, also doing some freelance too. Um, but freelance was like wasn't really pushing it that hard exceed was still like we weren't really growing you know like and it was just like a grinder um and at that at the agency that i was at i just didn't feel as confident i was there for two years and i just wasn't really feeling like i was growing and i always wanted to move out to the west coast and at first it was it was uh california so i was interviewing at jobs out there i had some other um options in minnesota and then opportunity came up in arizona and i was just like fuck it full send and just just actually quit it. my job before I even got hired, before I even got, like, the call, like, you're, yeah, you're hired, you know? Damn. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, the interview went well, and you were just, The interview like, went well, and I was just like, dude, I'm, like, I know I got it. Like, I'm, like, I'm pretty sure I got it. And if I don't, I'll figure something out. Yeah. But I just can't be here anymore because, like, it was just kind of killing me. Damn. I was commuting, like, an hour to and from work every day, taking the bus. Where did I, you live? Chaska. Oh, and you downtown were- Minneapolis. So I took the the S the Southwest bus. Damn. Yeah. So I would drive to like Chanhassen or Eden Prairie and take the Southwest bus. Oh shit. All the way down. Yeah. That sucks. Every day. <laughs> every day, dude. And then and then I'd work. So I'd get to the office at like eight thirty, work till like five thirty six. Sometimes we'd do like happy hours and like work shit that you like you'd have to even go later. And then I'd like set up shoots after work too. Damn. So like I'd come I'd come into work with all my gear. I actually just got like so funny i got this um snapchat memory the other day and it's just like me on the on the bus with like boxes of clothes dude (laughs) but yeah that was my life and i was just like dude fucking i knew there'd be more opportunity out here i knew i'd be happier living in a like a warmer place 
you know? And I was just like, dude, if it doesn't work out, like, it doesn't work out, home's always going to be there, but I'm not going home till it works out, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. But well, it worked out, dude. Like Exactly. It's... We'll, we'll yeah. get into, like, I I think present day a little more. Yeah. But let's take it all the way back to, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. I've heard, like, the story a little bit, I think, but... Were you creative as a kid? When did that start? You know, when... What made you buy your first camera? What, yeah. what you know, tell us that story. So, like, like what, you know, what just got like, the creative juices You know, flowing? just, like, jackass back in the day. I never really watched it, but, you know, just, like, fucking around with a camera and, like, doing pranks and, like, riding a scooter down the slide and shit. So, me and my friends would always do that. And that was when I first started messing around with the camera. But I really got into, like, skateboarding um, and, like... So I like. Do you remember what kind of camera at all? Yeah, it was a Sony. It was a Sony Action Cam. It was like the okay. HC some something something. It it looks like, it's like a cylinder. Is it the one where you hold like this now? Yeah, you hold seat? like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's an action camera. It's like a GoPro. It was yeah. like GoPro's oh, competitor. Shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, so that was my first camera. I think that thing was like three hundred bucks. Don't even remember how I paid for it. I think. Like saved though for a while. Yeah, if I was a kid, three hundred bucks that's, that's like lot, my life dude. savings. <laughs> that was in like that was in like eighth grade too, or I want to say like yeah, I feel like that was in eighth grade when I first got that camera. So I started started messing around in iMovie, and like the dream back then was like, yo, I want to create a brand, like I want to like have my own skate shop, make boards, or just want to create something, mm-hmm. you know? Because I've always just wanted, like I've always like was drawing growing up, and like just watched anime and just always been inspired by art more so than anything. So I always knew I wanted to create stuff and then, yeah, it kind of just evolved from there. And after that, like, um, started making skate videos, got really heavy into that. And then it wasn't until I stopped for a while and got kind of caught up with school and just like fucking around. And then, um, in college I needed to pick up a camera cause I was like trying to pursue the YouTube thing. So I was, like, consistently making YouTube videos for a couple years. Um, and then just had the idea to create, a, like, a clothing brand. I was like, this is it. So then I went out and purchased, like, my first big camera. Was just tell, us, tell us that story. I've, oh, I've, yeah, that I've heard it, but, like, I feel like that's a, a good one to yeah. tell it to Jordan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. So at the time, I was, I was selling newspaper ads at The Reporter, like, this, like, newspaper or the okay. school newspaper, right? Like getting commission, like so basically not making shit, you know. Yeah. Like some days not making any money at all because it was all commission. Um, and at the same time too, like working several jobs, working at Chipotle, all this stuff, and um, I just like really believed in like being able to make content. I'm like, dude, this clothing thing is gonna take off for sure. Like, I could get, I could buy these shirts for four bucks, sell them for twenty five, thirty. You know what I mean? I'm just yeah. like, oh, it's there, it's there, you know. Right. And then got excited, and me and my, me and my friend, um. We're, we're coming back from the mall or something. And then we were, we're like, dude, let's just go get these cameras. We're looking at them for a while. So we drove an hour and a half from Mankato down to like mall of America, picked up these cameras and his, his, uh, budget for the day was like, or his budget like for the camera was like 700 bucks, but I like upsold him. The guy I was upselling him. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, just get the better one. Get the better one. It was like the Sony a 6300, I think. So he spent enough, spend spent like fourteen hundred. I got the Sony A seven S one, which was like three grand at the time. Damn! So, I so you guys were the, dropping, the, dropping some racks that money, day. bro. We yeah. didn't have, I didn't have money like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I opened the credit card and like it was like tw- it was like eighteen months, AP, like zero APR. Okay. So you had eighteen months to pay it back, and we're driving back, and we're like, "Fuck, dude!" 
we got to pay this back. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So what year? This was, was like this? 2015. Okay. 2015. How old are you? I'm 28. 28. Yeah, 2015, dude. So we're driving back, and I'm like, dude. You're like, like, I just, start, start, start I like just like. Starts creeping in. I'm like, yo, what did I just do? <laughs> like, shit, I gotta. Shit. Yeah, I'm like, all right, well, I'm just gonna start going talking to bars and see what like who needs videos and stuff. And then he's he had a, a creative agency, and uh, was basically doing the same thing that I was intending to do. He's like, dude, let's just work together and like just start growing it, and we can pay back our cameras that way. So. We started splitting everything 50-50 and kind of just, like, fucking started hustling heavy and, like, went from, like, in college, went from, like, charging, like, 200 bucks for a video, 150 bucks, and, like, really quickly within a year, like, charging, like, two, three grand for a 30-second video. And then you're, like, and then that's damn, I, I can buy like, 10 cameras. <laughs> yeah, right? But then that's when I was, like, yo, like, okay, like, there's something here, you know? But at the same time, I was just, like, oh, the money's good. Like, it's exciting to be making this money and, like, growing as a creator, but my passion still wasn't in it. My passion was still for the brand, and I was, like, feeling really insecure. For Exceed. What's that? For Exceed. For Exceed. I was feeling really insecure and unconfident because, like, I'm failing school, I'm making decent money, and uh, the brand's not where I want it to be because all of my energy is, like, focused towards my friend's agency and just, like, doing these deals, you know what I mean? Right. And so I uh, ended up having to leave and kind of just, like, went through – a lot of like a, a huge transition this was like around the time that i graduated school too so like left left the that agency left my friends and they were helping me with my business too so they were like running our social and all that stuff and left and i was like you know what i'm gonna go just do manual labor and like work on the brand and just that way my thought process was like you're like grind grind i'm grind. like i'm like if i just do manual labor it's like i don't have to think about it right i could just listen to music chill do the, do the work and then just go home. Then I could be able to actually have the brain power to like focus on this. I've thought the same that was thing not it at all. And then you do that and you're drained, even though you're not think you're not using like the creative yeah. juices, but like when you're dead, you're yeah. dead and you can't like, well, can't you can't get them going. <laughs> dude, you're also not exercising that muscle and, and the people that you're around. That's when I realized like how important it is to be around like good people. Yeah. Cause I'm around like these like crackheads, like selling meth and like trying like you know like, yeah like if like, you're doing manual labor in Minnesota me. yeah dude <laughs> yeah dude like we know exactly so that's that when all I was way like, too well that's when so. I was like I gotta get out like dude my dad had a painting business growing up and like that's where I'd work if I needed money and dude the people he would hire I'd be like. <laughs> like straight crackheads basically yeah. it's like me i'm like 14 and i'm working with like a 28 year old who got out of jail last week and we're just painting a house <laughs> jesus someone's gotta do it yeah that's crazy but yes yeah, yeah. so i i agree <laughs> yeah dude yeah so then that's like but that's what's funny because like early on i was already like pitching brands and like working with brands and like doing what i'm doing now but the passion wasn't there. Yeah. Because I was, like, so focused on Exceed and it had so much of, like, my ego attached right. to that. And I do want to talk about, like, the Exceed with, like, what your work now and everything. But one question I have before we get, like, too far down the road is I've, I've talked to – what, what was your major in college? International business. Okay. Yeah. So I've talked to, like, your you – I feel like I've shared this with me a little bit, but a lot of other people that I know that come from Asian households, 
their parents, like what their view is, especially immigrants, like what their view is on like what you should be doing with your life or how you grew up in now chasing, you know, usually people view the creative fields as like a joke and right. like not there's no money in it yeah so i guess it have you what have you experienced with that because we, we had a question on episode two kind of like how to break out of like cultural norms right and kind of stuff like that yeah. and i think asking your perspective on on that is like much better than what we could you know yeah yeah i mean like dude my parents were super strict growing up yeah like, super strict like i probably had like two sleepovers whole life Damn. Like, it, was like, it was they were very strict bro and like and like not wealthy either you know what i mean so like that the reason why i'm into fashion is because my parents because i always got hand-me-downs bro you know what i mean mm-hmm. the reason why I like i'm passionate about creating stuff and i'm passionate about style is because like i'm just i, I, I remember like my first pair of like shoes that were over 50 bucks and i was like enamored by that but the whole like creative thing um like so I went to school for psychology and originally like, you know, they just, they wanted me to be a doctor or a lawyer or a pharmacist, whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, I do, I'm fresh out of high school. I'm like, I don't know what the hell I want to do. You know what I mean? And I wanted to take a gap year, but they're like, nah, you got to go to school or you got to move out. And, uh, there's <clears throat> a lot of pressure, dude, like being the first in my family to go to school. And so like figure out all the loans and all that stuff. But I basically just changed my major and didn't tell them. So, like, after the year, a year of psych, I was like, nah, this ain't it. Like, I'm not feeling it. Like, it's interesting. I like it as, like, a hobby and something to, like, learn about, you know, for per- personal development. But I'm like, this ain't it. And so, like, basically just changed my major. And um, I changed it to business, international business. And then, like, a year into that, I'm like, nah, this ain't it either. But I'm like, it's too late to change it now. And then at the around that same time, like, my second or third year in school, I was starting to pick up with the camera and all that mm-hmm. and started making money off that. So I basically just stuck with international business. And I'm like, let me just graduate. But let me keep doing this thing that I'm already doing and just, like, track my, like, just, you know, do my accounting and track, like, what I'm making to be able to prove to my parents, like, yo, I can do this as a job, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that's what I did. So it wasn't until, like, close to graduation that I was like, Hey, by the way, like I bought this really expensive camera. Yeah, I was gonna say, did they even know any no, of the behind didn't. the scenes stuff? No, they didn't. They didn't until it was like a year and a half in. Damn. I just came home with a camera. And they're like, "Why does that?" I feel like that's like a good lesson, like for people, is that so many people worry a lot about what their parents think. Yeah. And like, you don't want to, you don't want to lie to your parents, but like, not telling them some things because you know. You already know what their opinion is going to be, probably. Yeah. So if you were passionate about something, grind it out until you can present them with like, "Hey, look what I'm doing." Exactly. And then there's it's kind of undeniable at that point. Yeah, dude. My parents are just like just being immigrants, like coming here from Vietnam and just like risking everything. They're very they're just naturally pessimistic, right? So they're like, "That's not going to work." Yeah. You know, that's that's their view towards a lot of things, and they're very like. Um, hard-headed when, when it comes to that so it's like you gotta i had had to prove to them that it would work you know mm-hmm. they still don't really understand what i do yeah which is kind of that's funny. how like my mom is too yeah she'll be like so so you like take pictures <laughs> like, yeah yeah basically <laughs> something like that yeah i just send them the i just send them my daily vlogs i'm like yo this is what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> they probably love that shit yeah. <laughs> my mom's always like i just love seeing like your instagrams <laughs> oh, yeah. like, i just got my mom on instagram it's, oh gosh it's dope. yeah yeah that's great gotta keep them in the loop you know right. so. but uh i guess what so what 
you've talked about exceed a little bit yeah but what is what is exceed so exceed was for me more of like a mentality and i and something that I, like i i wanted to replicate so do you guys know the brand the hundreds no so basically the core of any good brand is a community and a culture yes and that's what i wanted to build and also it aligned with just me having like a sense for fashion and wanting to create something and so it was super heavy like gym when it started because at that time like everyone was doing like gym edits and like like if fitness like vloggers Instagram had just like just changed their platform to allow more than 15 second video edits and so like everyone's starting going hard with like the gym edits and all that stuff so it started the foundation is in gym wear but um my like vision for it was more like streetwear kind of like casual wear mm -hmm. you know and, and and it's it's more of like an extension of me because like i like to wear i will never buy like off-white or like you know not to say that brand but let me just all right, i will never buy like a super expensive brand if it's not comfy yeah you know what i mean like i like what i like what um you know these brands are doing and the way they market themselves and i think it's dope but like if it's not comfy i'm not gonna wear it yeah you i see know? i feel like so many dudes are wearing like gucci t-shirts and like you can tell that they it's just like, like crusty yeah like, like they just look like, like you don't like that like, shirt that's, man. Yeah, like, that's not comfy bro you know when you go home you're taking that off and yeah some fucking, like tank you know literally so that was like that was the goal with me with with exceed was to create create have our page and our content like showcase content and create content that inspires people and motivates people to exceed in their life and to like go over 100% you know with whatever mm -hmm. they're doing so i wanted it to be relatable but then i also wanted to just to make clothes that was like dope that you could wear outside of the gym you could wear in the gym um and i was heavily like influenced by i would say like the hundreds and um asrv and like lift fit early on yeah yeah kind of the Live fit, I feel like is like the OG actually, but like yeah. not many people even. But they're like just not. Know. They're not they're like <laughs> innovating, dude. Like yeah, not no. Changing. That's why I like no. ASRV so much because like their product, like they he put so much time into his. Doesn't product. ASRV like patent all of yeah. their? I don't know if they patent all something of it, but like they have that. Like, like everything lines. they make is like they're like they ain't just like getting a nah a, the same T shirt you're getting from. Yeah everywhere else they have like silver light technology tetra light like yeah. tetra tech like they have like these different fabrics that they patent, which is really dope hmm. okay yeah so that's a little rundown on exceed now today exceed not much of a thing right now yeah you mentioned a little earlier kind of the transition from like putting all your energy into that yeah and then I guess realizing maybe you need to shift it towards your agency work, yeah. freelance work. Yeah, dude, it was just you know, a realization. Actually, when we had our retreat mm -hmm. uh, last September, I think it was September. Yeah, last September we had our retreat and it made me just realize like, dude, so much of my identity and ego is attached to this to a point where it was detrimental to me. Like it's, it's good to have as an outlet, but you got to run your own race. And I realized that. And it's like, I have bigger priorities and things to take care of being like student loans and just getting myself into a position financially where I feel like comfortable and like confident to be able to like make investments and expand what I want to do mm -hmm. and be self-sufficient, which is like the goal. So it's like, to give you an example, it's like, why would I spend 10 hours a week 
designing shirts, printing the shirt, shipping the shirt, shooting models, putting it on the website, like writing copy, writing the captions for the posts, planning content calendars, doing all this stuff, right, to break even and then and then maybe make like 400 bucks off of a drop. Right. When so much energy and 10 hours is low balling, bro. I'm probably yeah. putting like 20, 30 hours yeah, into no. <laughs> every drop. You know, more. Like, if you think about just like a drop of like a new, like two new shirts and a hat, like, just call that one collection, like, you're putting way more than 40 hours in. Yeah. And to be, to be profiting like five, six hundred bucks, like, that's not worth it for the amount of hours you put in. Where I, whereas I could charge my clients 150 bucks an hour and I go shoot something and edit it. Mm-hmm. I'm already doing that. I'm already right. doing that for myself, but I'm not making that money. So why right. am I doing that, right? Just to feed my ego and make the brand look, you know what I mean? It's like I can always pick that up later, and I realize that, and I'm like, dude, let me just grow. And the, it was, it was, dude, it was like super, like eye opening to like come to terms with that and just feel comfortable with that and be like, yeah, I feel good like saying that, you know? Yeah. Like now, when people are like, "Are you still doing a seed?" I'm like, "No, I shifted focus," and I feel good saying that. Whereas in the past, if people were like, yo, how's Exceed going? And like, you know how people ask and they don't really care? Yeah. Like, you know how, you know, this time of year, people are like, oh, what's your goals? What's your goals? I'm like, I don't need to tell you my goals, bro. Because I'm fucking excited about my goals. But if I tell you, you're not going to have that same level of excitement. I don't even want to waste my time. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if you're not as excited for me about my goals as I will be for you about yours, then like, let's not talk about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of like that whole, like, like small talk. It's thing. a small talk thing. It's like yeah. everybody like, that's not like lately in the gym, I walk in with my headphones already in. Yeah. Cause like, unless it's someone I actually like, yeah. Like I don't even want to have to be like, yo, what's up? Yeah, I'm just, like, I'm just yeah. like, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah, not, not to like be negative or anything, but no, that's but kind of how I, I get that. I felt about that. But yeah, dude, since making that transition, it's been crazy. It's like, and I don't even feel like I'm it has like, been interesting to see too, from like my perspective. Cause I, I saw like right when you decided to put exceed on the back burner, I think I told you, you too, told me we had a moment yeah. at, at the retreat. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> and so like I've known and it's interesting to see like, not like a huge brand, but a brand that I would say is like, was successful. Yeah. And like, if you would have kept putting that work in, like it would grow. Yeah. But to be able to actually be like, you know what, that's not for me right now. Yeah. So like, like you said, putting the ego aside, so yeah. many people, because everyone's gonna be like, wow, everyone's gonna see me as a failure. Yeah. Because and I'm people want to like this hide anymore. from that, you know? They yeah. want to kind of like avoid talking about it or just like delete the account or like I'm no, I still have it in my bio, bro, because I'm proud of all the work that I put yeah. into it, and like we've made some, I've made some pretty dope shit, in like that I'm proud of and that I'm like like happy to see people wearing yeah you know um obviously think i could do a lot better but yeah it's just dope to like to come to terms with that and um yeah since doing that it's like my i envision like being being to a point where i'm self-sufficient self-sufficient right so like fully like working on my own like you know not employed by anybody and um having enough money to just like create a huge collection or maybe start a different venture and like dude the the way to really grow a brand right now is influencer marketing and if you don't have capital to just like give a lot of people free shit yeah and not worry about if they're gonna post it or not just be like yo here's 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 the product if you like it rock it 
post it. If you don't, whatever. Like, you basically have to, like, double your drop yes, size, but yeah. you're giving away half of it. Yeah, essentially. And if you can't do that, then it's like, dude, it's going to be really hard to grow. Like, you got to be popping on TikTok or really good looking or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's there's a few variables that really make it for you, and it's like, yeah. can't. It's hard to do that, especially if you're working a full-time job. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so... Shift into like, so that obviously putting that on the, on the side Mm -hmm. or on the back burner and shifting to the freelance and agents, you're basically like most people, I would say the second they make like probably like three grand a month freelance, they're like, fuck a job like that. I made, I just did that with making no money basically. But you're one of the people who's actually like. I have this agency job. Right. You, I'm sure, could also be full-time freelance if you want. You pretty yeah. much, like, probably are. Yeah, I You could basically be. work two full-time jobs. Yeah. So wh- what's that, like, what's that mindset or what's that decision in yeah. your head to be, like, I could sustain myself freelance and yeah. have that freedom. Yeah. But you're choosing to still have this agency job. Yeah, I think it's, like, it's that gut feeling, dude. It's just, like, a lot of people told me, like, to be careful with the move. And, like, they're, like, oh, don't do it. That's too risky. Or, like, you've never been there. Are you sure you want to move? And kind of just, you know, they're, like, are you okay? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Because I'm just, like, y'all moving in two weeks. Yeah. But, like, in my gut, I knew. I'm, like, yo, I'm going to make it work, you know? Yeah. And right now, everyone's telling me, like, yo, dude, like, why are you still... I don't want to say too much because, you know, still working there. Yeah. But people, a lot of people, even the people I work with are like, yo, why are you still working here? You know what I mean? They're like. Because they see what you're you, like doing. Couldn't you like do your own thing? Like, isn't it about time? And even the people that know financially, like, and I'm not killing it by any means. I'm just like kind of, I'm pretty close to matching my salary right now. But in my gut, I feel like it's, it's time to just be patient right now in the moment. And I know it's going to pay off long term. Yeah. Because it because right now I can manage both and there's conversations happening where I'm going to get an adjustment with my salary at the agency. So it's like the agency is almost practice for me to do what I'm already doing. Yeah. But on a bigger scale. Like we're working with big clients, you know, like Fortune five hundred clients. So it's like companies. you can get in it's kinda like putting getting in those rooms. Yeah. Like you're getting in the room with all these people who freelance wise you would love to like eventually be working with so yeah. why not like it's it's almost more of it's just the title of you work for this agency it's almost sort of like all kind of like it's more so like yo if i can pitch a client 30 grand a month for a sh- for content and i'm shooting the content and i'm writing out the deliverables and i made the pitch and i pitched them and i won that even though I don't get money from it, I, even though I don't get commission, that's confidence for me. Yeah. Be like, yo, like, I just did that. I could do that on my own. So it's just more situations of practice of being able to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And seeing how, like, things work and, like, seeing which kind of industries, like, I would want to work with or that I wouldn't want to work with and how to handle, like, this CMO that's a dick to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like 
being mm-hmm. able to almost have that practice already, but I'm all, I'm also like protected by my team and like other people, like senior leadership within the company. So it's like, if shit does hit the fan, it's not all on me right now. Right. So it's almost like right now the reason why I'm staying in this like period and haven't made the transition yet is because I am going to get an adjustment. I can manage both. Why not make more money? Why not get more experience? Like, I don't plan on working at another agency. If I were to go freelance and grow, and I am going to go freelance, but full-time, and grow that, the only other opportunity that I see for myself working for another person or another company is if I go client-side at, like, Adidas or Nike or some shit. You know what I mean? So it's, like, Like, maximize what you have right now to its fullest. I mean, like, like, let me just milk this a little bit more, you know? And not that it's easy by any means, bro. Like, this week fucking no, like, sucks, still, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, an hour late today because I was working on... <laughs> so I feel like I'm just talking to one person. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. Yes. Right. Yeah. I'm good. All right. We had to reset the cameras. We did a little seat change. Yeah, this is better. Jordan was lonely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm facing one I person. Oh, this, chairs dude, this feels great. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. Now we can spit. All right. <clears throat> Where were we? That's the one shitty thing about Sony's dude is they can they run out of yeah, yeah. The juice. We just kind of red dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to apply for a credit card now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel inspired. But uh, yeah. So we were talking about the agency versus freelance stuff. I guess what's your what's the best thing like? What is the best opportunity that the agency has provided? Like, what's the best client that you've been like, holy shit, like, what am I doing? Mm. Like, Dude, how did been, I get there's here? Been, you there's know? been some cool situations where, like, there's this company, um, I don't want to name drop, but there's this company in Vegas, and they have, a, they're, they're like a team of developers, and they have, like, several lots, and each lot is, like, two to three acres, and they have, like, I think they have, like, 18 lots. And so one lot is base level, just the property without the house or anything at all is like starting at $9 million for that lot. And it's on like the back, like, so you're building and it's like 20 minutes away from the strip and it's like right next to the Red Rock Mountains. And there's like, you have like a secluded, you're like your own trailhead basically. And there's like, it's like this whole like community aspect, right? So we flew out and shot that. And we went to this dude's house, and he's been a developer for years. Like, this, these people are, like, old money rich, bro. Like, they have, like, full staff on on at all times. Like, they have, like, like pe- literally, like, they have, like, servants around the house. Like, full, Jesus. like, cleaning crews coming in and out. And, like, his neighbor is Floyd Mayweather. Like, <laughs> went to his crib. It was insane. Like, spent, like, 300K on his driveway. Imported, like, these, like, rocks from France. Like, this dude's just, like, so passionate about architecture and like design and shit that it's just like it was inspiring but also i'm just like dude like anyway <laughs> you know what i mean Damn. i'm just like bro, is, come it, on. is it weird when you're around that much money that you kind of like like think like we all grew up in like minnesota like yeah smaller towns yeah just like and then when you get exposed to like that much like money yeah you're like what it's insane dude yeah like it doesn't seem it's like real it's like i feel like when i was like coming up and i'm still coming up well, well let me just say like i feel like when i was in college like really just like first started shooting and i'm like would really get excited about shooting for a clothing brand or whatever company and i'm like oh this is so crazy or 
And now I feel like I'm not, I'm not like, it's not like it doesn't phase me, but I, I almost like feel like I just like, it just humanizes it yeah, a little bit more. I'm like, this, this is just a person, you know, like this is possible for anybody, you know, like he chose to became a developer. His dad was a developer. His grandpa was a developer. Like developers make good money. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, um, software designers make good money. So it's just, it's really just, it, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's definitely different and it, like gives me perspective for sure of like what's possible yeah for people but it also um gives you perspective of like yo would you be happy with this you know what i mean i'm like i wouldn't i, wouldn't I be think happy with that like you gotta like to be that wealthy you're very busy yeah no matter what i think no matter what how much you you hire on other people to like you delegate this 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 I don't think people at that level are ever, like, not busy. Right, right. And in my opinion, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that. Yeah, like, okay, so let me, like, rephrase what I was saying. Like, I'm not passionate about, passionate about developing homes. I'm not passionate about architecture. Yeah. I like modern homes and, like, modern apartments, and I, I know what I like. Like, I have a certain style for, like, stuff or whatever. Yeah. I wouldn't be passionate doing that. Like if you could, if you told me I'd make $2 million being a wall street investor or whatever, like I, there's nothing about that that's appealing to me because it's not creative. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to do that. I love being busy doing what I like to do though. Like I, I, I don't know. For but do you me, think you get to a point eventually where if it's like, okay, you are making millions of dollars a year. Mm but you still have to go out, film, and edit every single day. No, I wouldn't want to do you that. You know what I mean? That's kind of yeah. what I was saying is like, yeah. yes, you like you you can love what you do. You get tired of it for a little bit. But you're going to get to, like, yo, there's no a, matter what, you're going to get to a point where you're like, yo, I, I'd rather just only make content for myself. Yeah, exactly. Or exactly. only work with, like, I think the, that's the number most, one brands. Yeah, you know? I think that's the most fun. You got to kind of switch between it. You should listen to this podcast called, uh, I think it's called Quick Takes with Jacob Owens. I've listened to every Dude, episode so, this week. It's so fun. <laughs> I just started listening this week too. I just started listening this I, week every, too. Every day for breakfast, yeah, I listen to a it's whole It's so episode. good, bro. I know. But they talk about He's it He's in Arizona. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he lives in Scottsdale. Yeah. But uh, I use his like prism lens. Oh, really? Stuff. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. yeah um, Are but, they like uh, stupid expensive? No, like if you buy them on sale, like they're pretty cheap, dude. Oh. Go to the actual store. There's There was a store in Phoenix. That's what I heard, yeah. My coworker like got hooked up the episode this morning yeah about like how we started our prism lens effects company. i was just listening to that driving <laughs> That's so funny. no but it's That's so wild. good though and they talk about it too they're like yo like we had a phase where we were like doing steady cam all the time where we're dp'ing a lot and like dude even with that so going back to your original question of like yo what have i been a part of that's really cool that i'm really thankful for so like that client's one of them because we threw up we flew out we shot that like jared leto just bought one of the homes oh damn so like touring his house all that shit was cool and then we flew back and then i flew back and then like or no and then i flew to san francisco and did some freelance shit so like that was just cool like cool that i get to even do that stuff yeah. right but then like being a part of like a shoot we did a couple weeks ago with D-Book. Like, I was, yeah. like, this far Dude, I saw your daily vlog that day, yeah. and I'm like, this this dude's just hanging out with, like, right. the best player in the NBA. You're like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I got so pissed, though, because they asked me to take that down because it, oh, really? it was, like, before the actual commercial came out, oh, and I'm just like, this brutal. is why I'm like, mm, don't, don't post that part. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm like, y'all telling me something different right now. But, um, but, yeah, no, like, doing stuff like that is definitely cool. And then also just being a part of, like, the big shoots bro like we did a million dollar production for gila like three or four weeks ago 
and we shot from like the shoot time started on Friday. It was like two to like three a.m. or something like that. Two to three a.m. Yeah. But it's just crazy to, like, be a part of that big production so, and see, like, dude, they have, like, a team of 10 people and that, that, that just grip. Like, all they do is bring in the tripods, grip the light, like, tape everything, do all the cords. Like, they grip everything. Yeah, so those are a lot of the things, like, when I... Like, That's, like, Jacob Owen's to, shit. Yeah, so, like, listening to that podcast, a lot of the shit they're talking about, I'm like... It's not know, that fun, bro. I'm like, I don't it's know what this fun. is. <laughs> like, I'm a... I have a camera and I... <laughs> Press the red button, and that's about yeah. my knowledge, honestly. Yeah. yeah. So, like, when you're on these big, like, what do you do on Dude, those? On these so for shoots? for me, I just like sneak my way in and say, like, "Yo, y'all need social BTS." So either it's for it's BTS for that company, you know, or mm-hmm. it's BTS like short form video content. So what they're doing is they're producing a major. They're doing commercial. the production. They're doing the major commercial that's going to live on TV. It's going to be on billboards. It's going to be you're going to hear it when you're watching Pandora or Hulu or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. That's what they're creating. But the problem is that's such a traditional way of advertising, right? So like these creative directors or these or these, um, it's either the company or the agency. There's like these old heads in there that that, that think like, oh, we're just going to spend a bunch of money on this commercial. And then we're going to cut these pieces from that commercial and put it on social. And that's that's it for social. That's how we're going to do for social. Yeah. But you and I both know there's a lot more that like goes the into it. Age, no, basically. they don't see that. And they don't think about that. Yeah. They know that it's important, but they don't know how to apply that. And they just are stubborn and want to stick with their old ways. And luckily, like, my agency is starting to shift into the direction of, like, yo, we actually need short-form content. So I come in and I say, okay, what's the schedule? Like, we got D-Book from this time, this time, this time. Okay, we got these talents coming in. All right, let's do this type of idea where she's drinking the drink and the drink, like, changes drinks as she's coming up on the beat and then the environment changes as well. So I'm creating, like, short-form content mm-hmm. of that because the big production, they don't have time to do that stuff or even think about it and they don't even care. Right. And they don't even have the understanding of social to be able to, to do that. You know what I right. mean? So I'm coming in and, and, and doing, that's kind of, like, my role on set. Okay, because yeah, yeah but cause, I'm like the bottom of the barrel, bro. They treat me like shit, so they have I feel like, like you're doing the like your job sounds better. <laughs> I know, dude. It's cool. It would be nice like, to have. Ooh, get stuff. the fuck out of here. It would be. It would be. It's nice to have like the way like I, it's cool to be on those productions because I'm like, yo, being a DP would be dope, or being the director would be dope. Because like you're just sitting there, and you're like, yo, redo that shot. Yo, we need lighting. Hey, give me this, give me that, and they're just like telling people what to do, basically. Yeah, and and then directing. And then they're just chilling. Like, they're not doing a lot of hard work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're just, they just put their reps in and built their, themselves up. Like, the guy that shot the commercial did 50, he did, like, 25 50-cent commercials. Or 25 50-cent music videos. Like, he did Candy Shop. He did all this other shit. Like, Damn. it was cool. So he's, like, he's like doing He's it. in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, but, um, but, yeah, I'm bottom of the barrel, dude. Like, they have the the actual production team, they have the director, so they need to get their shots. And then after, they're like, all right, photographer can get her shots. And she has, like, 10 minutes to get it as they're taking things down. Because they have to move quick because they're yeah. on schedule. They have to, like, yo, we're taking this down. Now we got to go light this other place of the casino. You know what I mean? And then um, and then it's like, oh, after she's done, then I get to go in and get whatever, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, as people are walking out, you're like, hey, yeah. can, you, can, can we do <laughs> Literally, that's what it was, yeah. So are you coming up with these... I like ideas on set or like the night prior. Or yeah, like, it's like is it if I 
I would like to learn. I would like to know about it like a week ahead, so I have time to concept yeah. with my team. But a lot of times, it's like super last minute, and it's like a day or two before. Damn. Like the one with D book, like I was concepting when I got there. Damn. So it was like super last minute, which is like also pretty stressful. But that's why you saw the time lapse of me on my computer, and like I'm like jotting shit down with the my creative director. Yeah. Yeah. Now, would you say that you thrive in situations like that, or is it? Is that stuff more stressful for you? It's definitely more stressful. Like I've learned to manage it a little bit better. I would prefer to have more time. Like time a couple, to think about a couple the days and stuff. Yeah, give me three days. Right. You know what I mean? Give me three days, and I'm not busy, and like I'll crush it. Um, but I do feel like I do well in those situations, oh, yeah. just because I've been in those situations so much. And it's an adrenaline rush, you know? Yeah. But it's, like, probably not good for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm, like, also stressed. But I, I feel like that's something where it's almost, it's almost like, unavoidable that you, you at one point in your life, you, you like, these situations, it's where down the road, there's, like, not even going to be stressed because you're just so used to just having yeah. to, like, it's going to make you more creative, make yeah. you think faster, yeah. like, all that shit and just i don't know for me if i had three days i'd get anxiety like really bad yeah, <laughs> so yeah. if i got like an Sometimes, hour i'd probably be like all right let's yeah go. <laughs> yeah that's that's true too like, but that comes down to like your perspective too like um it's kind of like doing like hit training right like the more you do it the more you're used to it and the yeah. more your body gets used to it um but uh but yeah i think like if i had a couple of days i feel like it would definitely be better and, and, and then just going back to the thing that you're saying about stress, like one of my biggest goals for the new year is just like to get back on my meditation daily. I know Ian does daily meditation. I Hasn't he done so it hard. for like years, dude, years. Like, yeah. Like and like, dude, he's so chill. Time. He's so chill, right? That dude, he's just like, he, yeah. Dude, he's, he's just, just a vibe. Chillest, dude. Yeah, yeah, I fucking love Ian, dude. Same, dude. Yeah, and he's, he's we're, just We're going to have him on eventually, too. Hell yeah, that'll be a good one, yeah. dude. He's, yeah, he's so well-spoken and, like, just, like... One night, me, Ian, and Jordan were, like, back at the fireplace, literally just, like, having drinks and having a bonfire. We should have just been mic'd up that night, dude. Yeah, it would have been a banger. Yeah, <laughs> Seriously. But, yeah, but that that help, that would help with my stress a lot more. Because, like, dude, when I was working at uh, the agency and I was at Minneapolis, I wasn't doing what I'm doing now. I was just... Literally, literally on Excel sheets and building ads on Facebook for Walmart and these other big brands. When like you say building ads, were you like editing ads them, manager, or you were like, no, 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 no. Oh, I this would, ad would get, is performing. Yes, like the analytics. we would get a piece of creative that we had no control over. So I would look at this fucking basket of oranges and I'd be like, this is the stupidest shit in the fucking world. And then I would put it into ad, into Facebook ads manager, and then I would write the headline. And then the description, and then like write shop now on the button on the call to action button, and then I would put a dollar amount towards that ad, run it for X amount of weeks or months, and then I would get it approved by the team because we would all do quality checks, and then we would send it, and it go live, and then after a week we would report on it and be like, yo, in the first two days it did this, so week over week there has been a 0.03% increase in click-through rate, and you'd have to explain it. It was just, 
it was very like knowledgeable and like beneficial for me to have now. Yeah, because I have like, a few clients. Now, you can I have a few clients that I do ads for, and like, dude, the ad space is huge. Like, I have friends that make stupid money running ads, but you gotta have like, you gotta enjoy it. And like, I don't really, really enjoy it. I will only enjoy it if it's for a brand that I like. Right. Like, I won't run ads for your little coffee shop. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, that's a bad example because I like coffee. But like, <laughs> I know what you mean. I, I won't run ads for your fucking bridal company. Like, I don't care. But if it's like a dope streetwear brand, I would love that. <laughs> it's kind of like I mean? I've had like clients be like, oh, can you like do my Instagram posts? And I'm like, sure, because I'll make more money. Yeah. But I don't even know what your business is. Like, it'll yeah. be, I'm shooting a video for a business where I'm like, couldn't tell you a thing about this. So how do you expect me to write your post? Yeah. But they, they're just like, oh, that's fine. I'm like, <laughs> like shit, I'll all take right. it. <laughs> I'm like, I, I okay. I like, send it. You know, but damn, that's interesting. Cause like the, the, uh, the agency thing It's like, I feel like I see so many, like if I like watch a creator pod or anything like that, yeah. so many of them were like, oh, I worked at an agency. Yeah. And then, Transition to freelance. Yeah. Obviously, like, a creative agency or whatever, I know what it is, kind of. Yeah. But actually to, like, learn a little bit about, like, what you're actually doing, like, working for an agency, it's, like, interesting. Because I've heard some some people are just like, oh, all I did is edit for eight hours a day. Like, yeah. they just, here's the content, edit it all day, every day. Definitely depends on your you role. Know? Like, I got hired as a strategist, so my job was, like, so previously I was doing paid social. So everything was paid. So for Walmart, we didn't touch their organic, like their instant. So organic, you know what organic is, right? So like when you go to a brand's page on Instagram, that's their organic social. Yeah. When you see Nike's Instagram page, that's their organic social. So there's a team running organic social. They build out content calendars. They write the posts. They decide what the creative is going to be. They plan campaigns. Then paid social is everything that Nike does on the paid side. So when you see a, a sponsored post on Instagram or on Facebook or on Twitter or on Snapchat, any other platform or on TikTok, that's paid social. Okay. So there was no crossover. So when I came here, I was hired to, to build like content calendars and run organic social for the clients, which was like a huge learning curve because I did that on a very, very, very small scale in college. And it was like a very, like I'm talking like, the local pizza shop we ran. You know what I mean? Like it was You're not. Like, but I hammered I, at midnight. Yeah, but I'm like murder yeah. with us. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> true. And then now that was the like, spot that people went to after yeah. they were hammered. Uh, that's hilarious. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, but yeah, so like I just upsold myself in the interview. I was like, yo, yeah, for sure. That's literally <laughs> what I was gonna ask. Is what your opinion? Because I've kind of touched touched on it. I think in the last one about how. If an opportunity is presented to you, yeah, and you think you can maybe do it in the slightest, say, Yeah, I got that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, Figure it out yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Oh, yeah. That's literally what my clip was from last yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> Jumping yeah, out I of like an airplane. <laughs> I, I think that quote was from the fucking. Uh, from the podcast? From that podcast. Because I had heard them they had say like something said, similar to it. Yeah, I was trying to remember, yeah. and I'm like, oh, that's good. Yeah. Like, I heard you say it first, I, and then I heard that, and then I was like, 
Yo, <laughs> the stars are aligning. Right? <laughs> like, Damn, Brad's got a good I didn't point. even think that you took it from that. I was just like, dang, dude, I just heard this. Yeah. <laughs> I guess in the clip, you don't hear the part about me saying, oh, I heard this on a podcast. Oh, this yeah. Week. <laughs> but I did say that. So it wasn't, it wasn't stealing. No yeah, shit. there's definitely Nothing. times where you're like, where that can screw you. Where he was talking about in the podcast of how he, like, they were, he had this red scarlet camera where it doesn't do anamorphic, which is like a super wide yeah. shot. But there was a tutorial, which he didn't watch, but he knew that he's like, oh, I can do this. Shoots this entire production, goes back and was like, yo, like, I can't do it. I actually mounted it wrong. Like, <laughs> yeah. so there are times where you can like really screw yourself over, but. I almost had that recently, dude. I did this big shoot, um, this giveaway that one of our clients is doing, and I was shooting in the Suns, like on the on the basketball court, and like after like the day after that, I went and shot this tournament, and I thought like I deleted it because I was looking at my calendar, and and I, and I swear that I said it said that I shot on the sixteenth, so I was looking for files just like on the sixteenth. And my memory cards are like 126 or 128 gigabytes or whatever. So they're big. Yeah. So I'm just like looking. I'm like, dude, where is this? I started freaking out because I'm like, dude, this video is due in two days. Like, I don't have the files. <laughs> but luckily I found it. I shot in the 14th, not the 16th. Oh, I was so dude. scared though. <laughs> I would be. Dude, people don't understand that. That's so, that's like, dude, my heart's The sank. stress of like the second you think you like miss something. Yeah. Dude, I, I did a whole video. This was like a couple months ago for a client. And I rewatched it. Like, I, 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 like, or no, I pulled all the footage, pulled the clips I was using, and then, like, watched them. And I was like, dude, my focus is going in and out the whole video. Oh. And it's, like, a interview style. Yeah. And I was like, so I put graphics over every time when it Clutch. went yeah. out of focus. I've definitely done that. <laughs> no one knew. <laughs> you I find a like, workaround. Oh, dude. But I, now, next time you shoot, you're going to be on manual. Yeah. And make sure that bitch is, like, cranked yeah, in. Yeah, I... Rookie move, probably, but I was like, Fuck, "Yeah, dude. that's I'm like, dope, This though. looks bad," that's and I'm like cool. putting all these graphics. Yeah, I'm like, "Oh yeah, the video turned out sick." I added a bunch of graphics in, spiced it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Yo, we love this." <laughs> yeah, I was. I sent it, and I was like, "Please don't ask to like change anything." Yeah, because I'm like, I can't. <laughs> What am I supposed to do? Take the graphic off? But <laughs> <laughs> someone has to change anything because I can't. I was like, this is it. This is your only option because it can only get worse. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That worked out for you, though. It worked out. <laughs> we still going. God damn. Yo, Jordan, where are you working now? Um. Well, I haven't started yet, but the dispensary called Harvest. It's in South Mesa. I think I've heard of them. So yeah, there's a couple different places around the valley with them. So, oh, but yeah. there and then Arizona Life Apparel. Okay, I don't know if you've checked that out or not. I heard of it. Uh, yeah. my, my friends. That's honestly that run welcome to Arizona. Yeah, that's honestly how I got that job was because of you when we went to your kickback for. Oh yeah, for my it, birthday. Your, yeah. For your birthday. That's the first time I met you. Yep. And then you introduced me to David, and then that's how I met Frankie at Arizona Life Apparel. Frankie. So. I don't know if I've ever met Frankie. But, uh. That's cool. So what do you do there, though? Um, just, like, print shirts and, uh, well, honestly. Heat press? Yeah. Okay. But, uh, he wants me to start moving more into the 
wholesale side of business. So he wants me to go to like malls and stuff and try to like find some shops that would be would a, carry them. like be a good fit to sell the brand. <coughs> so, but yeah, I'm just doing that right now. And That's then dope. Ubering right now pretty much. So That's tight, dude. Yeah. Made yeah. some decent money from that. Hell so. yeah. Yeah, I, I, I respect you. You just came down here, and you're like, yeah, I'll yeah. just figure it out. Even more, like, you're, you're, right. the way you came down was even crazier than me. I mean, like, I wish I had a job lined up, but uh, I don't know, like, being in that stressful situation where it's like, holy fuck, like, I don't have a job, like, yeah, kind of like, I don't know. Like, I'm happy with the jobs that I have right now, so I feel yeah. like it all, like... It worked out. Yeah. Like, yeah. The way it was spo- like supposed to. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. Yeah, dude, that's tight. I, I, I actually never worked for like a clothing company, which is like, and I never worked for an agency. And then, so it's just funny like how that worked out for me. Just said, <laughs> who needs experience, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, but that that's definitely like a really good skill skill to have for sure. Yeah, because uh, I like how like you kind of started your own business with Exceed and stuff, and so. Just to see how, like, where you started with that and, like, where it is now and kind of how you put it on, like, a pause kind of, yeah like, shows me that, like, if I want to start a brand, right. you know, like, there's a lot of options with it and stuff, yeah. so. And even just, like, <clears throat> like a clothing business in general, like, you learn just, like, any, any direct-to-consumer brand, like, it doesn't even have to be clothing. It could be, like, any product, you know yeah. what I mean? It yeah. could be jewelry it could be whatever like those guys they sell like prism like they sell lens um filters like i don't know all that stuff is like so good to know that's what i was i was telling him like the first week he got down here he was like applying for like just nine to five like just bullshit bullshit i'm not gonna lie bro like when you told me you were like sorry to interrupt you but when you told me you're like yeah i don't have a good job lined up i'm like damn dude like you're probably gonna have to work in a nine to five spot and then we checked in like a couple weeks ago and you're like yo i'm working here i'm like damn bro you figured it out i was like hell yeah like that sounds dope like Like, he he had all these like (laughs) interviews lined up and i'm like i'm like here's the deal bro you could do this make like 20 bucks an hour decent you're gonna fucking hate it Cause it's just draining. It like you just yeah, I'm like, or like, like, like the t-shirt thing was clutch. Cause I'm like, that's a skill that you want to know. Yeah, an industry you want to work in. Yeah, dispensary. And like to be thing. so close to like Frankie or whatever the dude's name, yeah. the owner. Like yeah, just to learn from him. Right. Like, and he's tapped in too. So it's like then yeah. now you're connected to us. Like dude, it's just so much better. Yeah, and then like, working in like the, the uh, dispensaries also industry he's interested in. Yeah. And then Uber, if you need money, it's like, yes, you can make yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And dude, like you, ne- like you n- never know who you're gonna pick up yeah. too. Like it could be someone like dope as shit that could yeah. give you like, like a that's sick an opportunity. opportunity too. Yeah, I'm like, like you're probably gonna have such a better time and learn more having like a few of these smaller jobs and something you're actually interested in. Yeah, rather than just having this job is gonna take up all your time. You're not gonna meet anybody. You're not gonna benefit from it at all. And so I'm like, so you're just glad the that same decided to be same like, number of people yeah, every like, day. Fuck the like normal bullshit. Yeah. Let me get some shit that I actually want to learn. Yeah, put it all together, and then you make enough money to live. Yeah, <laughs> Working at a dispensary would be fucking dope. Like I've kind of all low always wanted to to do that. I think like the psilocybin, like mushroom, like we talked about a little bit too. But that's gonna be like that's like the next cannabis, bro. Yeah, 
shit. Definitely. I microdosed before this <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. <laughs> Fuck. What a... It's like a natural, like, caffeine, too. Yeah. Like, um, one time I fucked up and, like, took too much before bedtime and, like, I couldn't sleep. But I'm like, dang, like, I'm just going to start taking this in the mornings. And it kind of wakes you up a little bit. Yeah. If you... if I feel like... Do you do it fasted? Yeah. 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 I feel it like you have you to. Because I tried to microdose, like, last like last week or something. I, like, ate breakfast and then... How much did like, you take? You do capsules? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe 0.25, but maybe... Oh, okay. Maybe 0.35. I don't really know. Not much. It's but. weird, dude. If you drink, like, I did, like, so I do... I don't do the 0.25s. I, oh, I did today, but, like, we're coming here because I'm, like, yo, I'm vibing. I'm not working, you know? Yeah. Um, but sometimes, like, when I started doing it after our retreat, I, like, got a little bit too... Like, I was like, ooh, I feel a little bit too much, you know? Yeah. And it kind of became, like, distracting a yep. little bit. It's hard to explain. It's not even distracting. I could still get more work done, but it was just, like... It just I just didn't feel like... I didn't really, like, enjoy it. So I got these um, different ones that are, like... Point one two, and then the rest is lion's mane and i like that way more mm. it's a lot less but i still kind of feel it Thanks. and i feel like the clarity hits a little bit too so you feel that a little bit it's kind of just like more chill i think it'd be interesting because i've never done it on like a consistent like yeah basis yeah of, like i'm just like here and there all yeah. like microdose yeah i feel like it'd be interesting to see like do a whole month but also for me, though, is I'm not busy enough to, like, justify that. Yeah. I would do it and I'd be like, it just helps oh, me wait, with my I'm anxiety. just sitting here all day doing nothing. <laughs> it helps me with my anxiety a lot, though. Yeah. Like, I've that's started, what I need. that's what I noticed when I just took point one two every day. Like, just, I just take it with my vitamins and my allergy medicine in the morning, a little Flonase, you know. Mm. <laughs> I fucking hate allergies. But, yeah, I would just take <laughs> it. And uh, <clears throat> I noticed it helped me a lot with my, my anxiety. But what I wanted to say was... Um, there was one morning where I had like orange juice with it and like any type of citrus like yeah. kicks oh, it yeah. up and I had it and I was like, whoa, like that just ramped that shit up to a point five, boy. <laughs> You're just I like, was like, yo. <laughs> I felt all giggly and I was like, Megan's like, You're being so goofy. I'm like, yeah, I don't yeah, know what's going why, on. But Loki, I knew what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's yeah. like uh like oops. <laughs> <laughs> Do you um, yawn a lot when you feel it? I know we talked oh, about okay. it. Okay, yeah. So Yo, that was so funny, dude. You were like, I don't feel it. I'm like, shit, dude, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, back at the kickback when I took one of your little magic pills, fucking Which was point five, by the way. Okay, yeah, I definitely felt that. So, <laughs> but uh, we're talking That's about, why. yeah, we were talking about like yawning and stuff. And yeah, I always start to like yawn and just get really cold. Oh, like, you get cold? Yeah. Interesting. And like kind of tired and stuff. Oh. Well, okay, maybe not tired, but I start to yawn and get cold. So, like, my body thinks it's like, bro, like, yeah, go get all cozy and like ready for bed and shit right so like the come up on it just kind of sucks for me but yeah after all that passes like it's a vibe it's a vibe but it yeah vibe. i remember me and ian were like holy shit like we're fucking zooted right now <laughs> he went to the kitchen and grabbed some water or something and yeah. i was like dude you can grab some food and he's just like no i'm good nah i don't want to go back <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude fucking a but, dude uh, but we're 
Oh, what was? I don't know. We were talking about your in in flag at your birthday last year, and we were microdosing, and <laughs> <laughs> we weren't microdosing. <laughs> we were dosing. I don't know what how it got brought up, but I remembered that I had my my camera set up on a tripod on the kitchen counter. But we had like all the food, like bunch of shit out for like an hour. I just watched my camera screen. Like I had it like on. Oh, really? And I just like viewed the world through my camera oh screen. My <laughs> it felt like it was a movie to me because yeah. it was like on there. <laughs> I don't know why. We, some, someone brought that up last week. That was, that was, that was a really fun like birthday. Yeah. I Dude, I just started like celebrating my birthday with the homies like after moving to Arizona. Like that Flagstaff was the first one, and then I was like, "That was kind of a lot. Let me tone it down this year." And then this year's was like super fun too. Good time, yeah, yeah. But nothing, dude. Like that retreat was such a good vibe, bro. Dude, (laughs) when I start like I, I'm I'm feeding for something like that again because I was tripping. So like, could you guys explain what a like a retreat is to the viewers who don't know? Like, is it like a weekend thing or what? Yeah, it was really dope, dude. We had, like, we, like, had a big group of people that most of us didn't meet each other, hadn't met, didn't know each other, had, like, dudes driving out from Jersey, we flew out to this chick How many was there, like? It was, like, 12 of us or 15 of us. So it was, like, 12 of you guys that you really don't know Most of us didn't know each other, yeah. Like, I knew Hui. Yeah. And you knew David. I knew Hui and Chase, and I met David that week. Oh, really? Yeah, I met David, like, the day before. David was, like, call off work and come. Yeah. I was like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it. Yeah. Literally. No, I remember what it was because <clears throat> I met David like a couple days prior and then with the intention of going because I had met Nathan. I knew Nathan. I was like, yo, let me go, let me go, let me go. Like I've been trying to do, I've been trying to like do, like I've been trying to experiment with this stuff since I was in like high school, you know. I yeah. just never was in the right state of mind or like you have to go, be in a good place in your life, I feel like, to do it, like, not stressed. Yes. If it would have been, like, a year and a half earlier, I'd have been, like, hell no. If you're going through like, a breakup, like, right like nah. the perfect time. <clears throat> yeah, like, you're probably not gonna have a good time, but I was in, like, a great, I felt like I was in a good spot, and then Matt David, we hit a lift. We yeah, we all did legs. Yeah, and then we were, I was talking about the retreat, and I was like, yo, you should go, like, just ask him, you know, and then he was, like, cool with letting you go, and I was yeah. like, fuck yeah, dude, it's a vibe. But no, like, day one, it was, like, we all broke bread. There was, like, uh, one of our friends, Don Zero, he's a vegan chef, and he like cooked for all of us, and like we oh, ate God. completely plant based the whole weekend. Like big ass spaghetti meal, Dude, yeah, it was bomb. And we would just like sat around and like kind of like shared our stories and what our intention was for being at the at the retreat. Like, what what are we hoping to get out of it, right? Like, some of us were like, "Yo, like we're going through this hard time, or you know, we're struggling with confidence." Da 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 da. Like. People just like really opened up and could got just vulnerable. be anything. Yeah. And like it was, it was really like dope. the place where it's like you can say anything you, can say you anything. want right now yeah. and like let it fly. Yeah. Like, no and judgment. Like, was this place in like. Uh, it was an Airbnb in Sedona. Airbnb in yeah. Sedona. Yeah. Like, just like a big ass cabin or something like that. Sort of. It was, it was like, like a house, but yeah. it was like bunked out to like sleep like 20 people. Yeah. It okay. was dope. Like bunk beds and like. Four couches in the living room and shit like that. Like, yeah, that sounds pretty sick. We did a video of it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so that that was day one, and then day two we did like military style training and like went through like a lot of like boot camp style training, crawling through the dirt and like hiking Devil's Bridge, and we got up to Devil's Bridge and actually there's these um like uh, what's it called like 
energy vortexes in Sedona where people like literally come from like all over the world to experience it. And um, it has to do with the way like the rock is and how energy gets trapped. And like there's trees that twist like a vortex. And there's like literally there's I put up my drone and we all did like meditation together. Oh, like, yeah. Thing. And you can see the trees are twisted. dude. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. So we like kind of did that. went through like the physical pain and, and like suffering together. And um, so the whole idea of it was like get vulnerable, tap into your sensitive side or like open up. And then, like, day two was, like, physical, masculine energy, like, really getting all that stuff out. And then we came back and then had the ceremony. And the ceremony was, like, I think each of us drank, like, this, like, chocolate cacao. Cacao, yeah. Mixed with the, with, the, with the medicine. And it was, like, what, four and a half grams, I think? No, it was two. It wasn't two grams. Probably. But it was stuff that, like, hits, like, it's. Penis envy. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah like penis envy. I don't I it, it yeah. was at least three and a half, I feel okay. like it was a lot. Said like, it they said like it was a lot. <laughs> that shit was um uh, yeah, that was life changing though for yeah. sure. And like as we did it too, like the girl uh Maria that ran it was just like she was great. Yeah. She ran it well. Now was that your first time doing psilocybin mushrooms? Yeah, okay. that was my first time and like everyone brought a picture of themselves as a kid. And you just like look at you yourself as it's like start <laughs> as it's like starting to hit, bro, dude. And yeah. then we had they had like the shrine with like all this jewelry on it to charge the jewelry or whatever, yeah. like the rocks. And a monarch butterfly flew in and landed on the shrine. Did you remember seeing that? I don't know. I might have been. Chase saw it or someone else saw it. Like, <laughs> it happened, and several people saw it. And butterflies are like very good. Like omen. a good yeah. sign. And like to to come into the house though, through one door, right, and land right there was like. I, when I saw that, I was like, bro, it's about to be a good time. Dude, that shit. <laughs> Fuck. Yo, you remember looking we over at me? You like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good vibe. Me and Huli were freaking. Wait, was that the video David showed me on Christmas of you, like, sitting in the chair with your hat like this? Oh, no, that <laughs> was in Flag. That was at his birthday. That's why it was. Yeah. Okay. okay. No, that Wait, was what? in Flagstaff oh. for your birthday. Okay. No, up there though, freaking me and Huey like had a moment. I, dude, we I'm had starting several. to like not remember what we even talked about. We were just talking about a lot of stuff. Dude. Just life. Yeah, we were talking about life and just like how like I, we were just feeling very like appreciative and grateful. Yeah, we were just like, dude, life is so good. Like our parents have been through so much, and then you, and like you were just talking about how like you loved your family, and I'm like, man, I love my family. I'm like. And we were like laughing right before, and then I start crying. Yeah. Dude. I was like, <laughs> "You're like, bro, are you good?" I'm like, "I'm just thinking about how how much my parents have sacrificed." <laughs> and then I felt bad because most people were like crying, but I was laughing the whole time because I was like so happy. And I'm like, "Am I? I'm like, am I supposed to be crying right now?" <laughs> and Broderick's laugh is, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's loud. You probably oh heard it on here a couple dude, times. You guys, you guys have been homies for a long time, huh? Since oh, yeah. sixth grade. That's crazy. Yeah. That's Pretty much, we. I moved down the street from him in sixth grade. Oh, okay. So like, yeah. literally like a thirty second bike ride. Yeah, that's super dope. We used to ride a moped together because <laughs> I only had one at first, and it was this shitty ass. What was it called? The Hyo Sun. The Hyo Sun, yeah, dude. I haven't, I, dude, I haven't heard that name. It was like a little years. maroon moped, dude. That thing topped out at twenty five. Twenty five. One person on it. <laughs> Jordan used to weigh like 250 in high school. Jesus. <laughs> Big boys. So you got 
500 pounds, basically, on a moped. Yeah. Dude, we would top out at, like, 18 miles an hour. Luckily, we were in a small town, so we still only had 10 minutes to That's get across so town. We would just take the bike dude, lane, pretty we much. We would just be together on a moped. Everyone thought it was hilarious. I remember we'd go to, like, our friend's house, and the parents would just be geeking. That's we'd so just- dope to have that, <laughs> have that piece of, like, home here, though, too. Oh, yeah. And to, like, be living together. Like, I wish I had homies from, like, since grade. I was still talking. Yeah. Yeah, our our the, buddy Ethan. Did you, <coughs> did you meet Ethan at all? I don't think so. Like bald with a beard. Mm-hmm. No. he uh, He's coming visiting nice. two weeks, too. So it's, like, another. Yeah. And he kind of wants some moving with with us, too, eventually. So yeah. who knows? Could have a How's this work, then? So do you just get to whip these cars whenever, or what? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I mean. 20 there, seconds we're, we're hospitality. Like a, so does he just go to the gym with the R8 or what? He drives like Escalade mostly. Why? Probably just bad. Like, you know, it's like more safe. It's like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Who yeah. wants to have a Corvette as a daily driver? Well, no, the it's R8, just like a, the R8 is a good daily but, driver. But they're like all business expenses. So it's yeah. like, or like, you probably don't want to be driving them. Like, it's like sh- shutter count on a camera, you know? More mild, yeah, like, you true. Know? So. But yeah, I don't know. It's weird because like every day there's just like a new sports car that shows up outside our house. So I don't get that. So like, is are they renting these cars out or what's what's the deal? So investors are buying them, and then they're in the Lux Group. Investors in no, the Lux Group. No, it's just like David, basically. What? Like outside investors that David like brings in. Okay. Buy the cars, and he like manages everything, and they're like luxury rentals. What's his car? What's his company called? 20 seconds hospitality. Oh, he's sticking with the 20 seconds. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Just made the IG page today. Actually. So then, so then he's, <laughs> so really? he's, he's just raising capital. From Pretty investors. much. Yeah. I think as of like, David's literally getting back from New York tonight with like, uh, some sort of SUV Pathfinder Pathfinder. And then they just shipped the fucking Ferrari. They're getting a Ferrari here. now too. <laughs> Dude. So I think we gotta find a place to put this shit. Dude. That's yeah. in the next thing because we have like the whole. It looks like we so deal drugs. So how does this work though? <laughs> it looks like, like we deal drugs outside. <laughs> we have three German shepherds <laughs> at our front window at all times, barking their ass off. And then every day there's like ten a sports new car, cars. Yeah. Oh. Your People neighbors are probably like, think what the, we deal drugs. Dude, just just so you guys know, there's an R8, a Corvette, a blacked out Escalade, and like six, three Tomorrow other there'll four be other like vehicles. a Hellcat. There'll be. But yeah, just parked I outside think of total, this. Total, like, there will be like twelve vehicles by next like in, week or something. In Mesa, <laughs> yeah, in Mesa, <laughs> we not discussed. It looks like we deal drugs. Like the odds of cops show up here one day are out of just like suspicion. Yeah, <laughs> I thought. So how does that work though? So like, does he just like? So how how does the investor make money? They so like say say the car gets listed on like Turo. Yeah, rented out for a thousand dollars that day. Okay. It's I don't know what the percentage. So the investors are, are making like passive income yeah, off of their yeah, off of yeah. buying these cars. And so then it's David's, like so, David's so for just a dude who's it. has millions of dollars buying a fifty thousand right. dollar or hundred twenty thousand dollar car. It's not that That's much, nothing, but then they can make an. So extra they do this. A month. Say this car gets rented out twenty times a month, right? For a thousand five hundred to a thousand dollars a pop, right? Okay, so you make uh, ten grand. You know, like, I don't know yeah, the numbers, and then, really. and then and then David's just gonna manage it basically. Yeah, and like has, I don't I don't know like the percentages or anything. That's but, really dope. But yeah, so I mean, it's hopefully we can have 
David on the podcast in yeah. the future. And He'll definitely be on here. But yeah, so it's fucking, it's crazy because there's all these like, I've never driven like, I'm not much of a car guy, but Same. it is cool to like fucking love cars. Be in a car, like just <laughs> drive a car and you're like, oh, so this is what it feels like to not drive a shitbox. Interesting. Exactly. <laughs> like, so I like today I went and shot the R8. Doesn't it also make you feel like, yo, I want to shoot the R8, by the way. I'm sh- fucking. Let's, let's figure that out. Yeah. I'll, I, I won't charge anyone. <laughs> like, I always want to shoot it, you know? Yeah, literally. But it, so I'm learning how to shoot some like car stuff. Yeah. But it, it, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's fucking. I want to whip that crazy. Already, dude. Like, just like I drove it today. And every time I drive them, because all these sports cars have like kind of like, uh, they're not normal. Like, you don't just get in and go, you know? yeah, yeah. So I, I get in, I'm like, what, goes, now I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> Yeah. You know, and you're scared. Like, yeah. what, what, if, scary, it, what if it dude. just launches forward into another cor- car? I was like, whipping the Corvette, and I'm like, dude, I'm whipping 80 around this corner right now. Like, it doesn't feel like 80, though. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a scary part, though. It doesn't feel like it, which yeah. is even more scary because then you're whipping these corners, and, and you're the like, old oh. lady could walk out in front, and you're still going 80. Like, it might not feel like it, but it's going to be hard to stop. Right. That's the crazy thing about those cars. Yeah. I want to drive an i8, though. BMW i8 that's like my dream car dude it's like half electric half David's always like yeah we're getting this I'm like bro I don't know what the fuck that is <laughs> like, like I have no clue <laughs> You're like, tight. where are we gonna park it yeah <laughs> like it's funny because we have like a shitty like we have like my Toyota Camry a dented to fuck for forerunner Paula's like Nissan Rogue Jordan's got a brand new car so it's like nice what do you drive uh, Chevy Malibu, nice. But it's like so. 2020 or yeah. blacked out, like it's nice. Dope. And then so it's like a bunch of shitty cars, <laughs> not like shitty, but just no. And then just like sports cars parked behind. Them. Yeah, it's like the fuck. <laughs> yeah, let's go whip that I, that that R8, dude. Just go fucking send her. You got the keys? Yep. <laughs> Don't tell David. No, Bro, let's go whip that shit, dude. <laughs> We're taking the pod on the road. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. It's it's interesting, like to be in. Being in, like, getting a look into, like, the Scottsdale life, it's fucking insane, dude. Yeah. The money and, like, the drugs. <laughs> dude, the amount of people you see, I'm like, motherfuckers are just doing drugs. Like, it's, like, the amount of people that are snorting coke in Scottsdale. Yeah. I'm I guess like, I haven't really been exposed to that. Yeah, dude. Really seen it. Did not, like... Well, you hear you about doing, everyone? Like, were you doing security for a little bit? Or yeah, like, or I quit bouncing? that shit. But yeah. okay, so that's probably why you saw. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. So I got to like get a small look into like the nightlife, bro. Like I've heard about like yeah, everyone does like coke in like L.A. when they're partying. <laughs> it's like a mini God, L.A. out here, right? It's yeah, like, mom. Why is everyone smelling house keys at the literally? Bar? I was like. <laughs> Bro, I was doing security for this table one night. I'm just standing there. I, like, look back, and the dude just pulls out a bag of fuck. Like, they're just, like, passing it around. I'm like. <laughs> Some people just don't a give speech. a shit either. It's like, what damn. the fuck? Dude, dude tipped me, like, 200-something dollars that night, though. So I was like, you do whatever you want, man. <laughs> <laughs> you do whatever you want, man. You go. But I was like, what That's the cool. hell? Jesus. Yeah, it's wild. Good experience. Dude, crazy and shit. I don't know, it, like, with all the, 
fentanyl and stuff these days. It's like, Did you see I that? don't know how people can just be okay with like, that. I don't know what it was, but like a insane amount. David said it was like 1.3 million pills yeah. were like seized. That's crazy, dude. And just like, like y'all out here just Phoenix. I was like, what? It's like, but yeah, it's scary, it's scary dude. It's definitely really scary. It's wild. Yeah. But yeah. What's uh you got you got any more? Got I got some questions. Showed? I got some questions for <laughs> you. Um I just uh like what fuels you or like is there a chip on your shoulder? Like did, did you have a bunch of doubters and stuff in the beginning and yeah. like what kind of pushes you now? Or, like, do you really have anything that yeah. kind of, like, drives you to yeah. be, like, fuck you guys or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, I think it's just, like, um, so, so, the, I think the main thing is just, like, always wanting to, like, learn and okay. just, like, get better at something. Yeah. Because, like, I'm so inspired by other creators that I'm just, like, damn, that's so cool. Like, I want to be on that level. So, there, it's just, like, a personal thing that, like, I want to get better at my craft. Okay. Second part is definitely like yeah like dealing with people that doubt you and um, like having that as fuel a little bit too and it's not like the best like it's not de- right. it's definitely not a positive thing you I feel know like everyone says like you don't want to like ride out the you don't always want to be doing things be- to prove people wrong right but it can definitely definitely help definitely, definitely help bro. like yeah yeah like like when I started doing my daily vlogs and I'm noticing that like. All the people that are the first to view it are people that like don't like me or that like I don't talk to or that I know don't fuck with me. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like they yep. follow me, but they never engage. They never talk to right. me. When I actually do run into them, they're like very like passive and avoidant. You know, it's like I'm like, all right, motherfucker. Like, yeah, it does make me feel kind of good to do that, you know, yep. and it's motivating to keep doing it. Um, but, but yeah, dude, like early on, bro, like when I was starting my YouTube and like, I remember working at Chipotle and people would like openly make fun of me. Like my, my so-called friends, right. Would be like, Oh, I'm who I'm going to go work out and film myself. And da, 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 da. and one of my roommates, like Yo. both of my roommates would make fun of me every day. And like, I'm vlogging. Right. And like, mm. and I'm still doing it. Right. Cause I'm just like, why, why should I stop? Because you're making fun of me. You know what I mean? Like that, then I, then you win, you know, but like, right. but like, now I make videos for a living, bro. Like, right. what the fuck do you do? Literally. So there is definitely that little bit of chip on my shoulder because I'm just like, and 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 it's funny though because and and like I don't have like I don't have any animosity towards them, but it's just like that past, you know. Like I, I'm still like I'm still very much like I know they're not like that anymore, and like they probably feel stupid because like even now they're like, yo, dude, I'm so proud of you. Like, hell yeah, rooting for you. Like, always knew you could. Always knew. It's like those people that like always made fun knew. of you. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I always knew yeah, you were gonna yeah, make okay, it. <laughs> okay, okay, but Fuck. that's. Like, I don't yeah. think I made it, but I am able to do what I love. So, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. What's the uh, What's the number one thing you learned about yourself in twenty twenty one? That's a good question. It's, it's kind of been like an ongoing theme, but I'm just really hard on myself. That's a big thing for sure. Um, in a in a good way or bad in way? In a bad way. Yeah. In a bad way. Yeah. Like I, I, in 2020, yeah, this year, I would say just learning to like 
really like actually step back and chill. Like I feel like, like it looks like I'm doing a lot because I'm just like posting consistently, but I'm really not doing as much as I used to, and like I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like some nights I'll get off work and I'm like, I don't want to. Like, like people think they need to be busy like twenty. Yeah. Like while you're in the grind, they're like, oh, if I have any downtime, I'm like lazy. Yeah. Kind of like that. Yeah. And like Megan's helped me figure that out too. Of Just like, yo, you need to relax and just make time for yourself. Like it's okay to feel tired. It's okay to feel like burnt out. Like you are burnt out. You're working a lot. Like take some time and just relax. Like don't feel bad for it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I always do. Like I'm always going to feel like guilty if I just like sit around and like binge watch a show or whatever. But yeah. it's also like, dude, like I don't want to like, I don't want to look back and be like, I didn't enjoy my life you know because because actually let me take that back the biggest thing that i learned this year was that life is really short dude because i've lost some people and like there's been like celebrities that have died or whatever like artists and stuff and it just like makes you realize like yo life is really short and i don't know what it is out here bro but like people suck at driving and there's a lot of people (laughs) that just get killed from accidents out here bro like dude, really bad so many accidents yeah and i'm just like dude that could happen at any moment yep. that could happen at any moment and you fucking me you yeah you dude like everyone drives like 90 yeah i mean it's nice when you have it's, somewhere to go yeah but, but it's <laughs> like <laughs> wow you, you gotta be on the, super you're going defensive like 15 driving. over already and then the yeah. cop passes you and you're like you're like, okay. okay, so how fast can I go then? <laughs> like, Yo, my bad, dog. He's like, you're tailing you. <laughs> my bad, bro. Yeah. Literally. What do, you, do you feel like you kind of have that? Like, in terms of, like, like proving people wrong and having that kind of chip on your shoulder? Um. Sometimes, yes. Yeah. I definitely want to, like, all, like, the negative comments that you've, like, heard in the past and stuff, like... Not, I mean, like, sometimes I hang on to them when yeah. I probably shouldn't, but, yeah. like, just kind of gives you, like, more of a reason to keep going and, like, doing what I want to do and whatnot, so. Yeah. But, yeah, I would say I would, I definitely like to have, like, a chip on my shoulder and stuff, yeah. so, but. I, th- I, th- I think it helps, dude. Yeah. Honestly. What you said about just the life being so short and stuff, too, uh in my notes I wrote down just like the world's getting crazy yeah. every day like stuff's changing and whatnot and like who knows how long we're gonna be here for and whatnot so just to like enjoy every moment that's kind of like yeah so like not like my resolution for next year but that's kind of like what I want to do is just to be more happy with every day right just to, you know just to make the most out of every day because yeah you never know that's been kind of getting hard for me too like recently i would say in the last like three four months like dude i don't know man like i don't know i don't know if i'm like this is why i'm like yo i need to meditate more because i need to chill because like little stuff would just like piss me off like and it just kind of like puts me in a bad mood for the rest of the day and like that's not healthy you know what i mean like just to be like angry that's something i'll i'm very good at i don't get mad very much i know you don't that's good so I have, I have like, a very good... Do you have a good way to hide your I do, because I had to do that growing up, like, a lot. But I think I've learned to use it in a good way to where... You let go, though. Yeah. Yeah. And if something happens, like, those inconveniences, I just, like, don't care, kind of. Yeah. 
in a good way to where I'm like, that's not going to ruin my day. Like yeah. something can, and like, it's like saying that is like that. It, if you work on that. Yeah. It's so nice. Yeah. Definitely. Like you're still going to get fucking mad at stuff. Yeah. But like overall, I'm every day, even though like, yes, the last like year or two of my life has been like fantastic. Yeah. It's also been like the hardest ever. Yeah. But every day I'm still like, damn, life's Chill. pretty great. Like I don't get mad about like little things. Cause what the fuck's the point? Yeah. You know? I just get mad, bro. Like if there's a stupid driver, I'm like, you fuck. <laughs> like I get so pissed And then I go to the grocery store And I'm just like Mean mugging people I'm just <laughs> like, like, Don't fucking look, don't at, look me. at me motherfucker Like I just yeah. like I'm like yo I need to chill dude So uh Speaking of that Do you have like a Reset Button Or like Something that you do That puts you in a Better mood Or like Yeah Or so, like Take Ian for example How he like Meditates uh, I mean like He kinda Yeah Probably puts him in a better headspace and whatnot do you have something like that right now or yeah i think um like just like watching something funny okay like i'll 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 turn to like youtube or like scroll to find something funny or um so that that or like going out and working out moving you know like getting my body heart rate up and stuff working out sometimes that helps um and then yeah just like doing something creative for myself too those are the big ones and is that just kind of like messing around on like photoshop or like going out with a camera and that's like yeah that's photos like photos of like yeah that's like just like, like it, it sounds bad because it can it can be bad if you're just like scrolling aimlessly and you're like oh, yeah. you know, like i'm just it's just like numbing right but like if i go into it with an intention of like all right let me try to find something that inspires me yeah. and like let me try to learn how to do it like that's yeah. what i'll do so like okay. if i'm like really stressed about something or i need a break from work like something happened personally personally like my 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 family's also like my parents are, have been like pretty codependent on me as well so that's been like a big stressor okay. so like that's another big lesson that i've learned is like learning to just like let go and back away and be like yo actually like you guys need to figure it out cuz that's not my responsibility anymore you know like yeah. i've i've that. always been the person to like want to help and and help because I'm good at helping, yeah. but like it's also detri- it's also like negatively impacting me and ruins my day. So like learning to step back from that. Um, but like so in situations when that happened, which has happened a lot this year, I've just been like, all right, let me just like go on Instagram, like let me just find a video or like find like a illustration that I really like, and like let me just like just watch them do it. Or you know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't even have to be doing it myself, but just to like kind of like distract me a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, it's so interesting to just watch someone who's really good at doing something do something. Yeah. I'm just like, it's like, like I, I, try and, I try and not, like, if I'm on YouTube, not watch, like, mindless stuff. Yeah. No matter what it is, just, like, learn something yeah. from it. It's hard, though, because sometimes I feel like when I'm listening, like, Impulsive or, like, Nelk Boys or some shit, like, I, I it feels kind of mindless a little bit. But then also I'm still, like, taking note of, like, Okay, like this is how they're editing shit. Yeah. This is how they're marketing themselves. Like, yeah, we talked about that a little the other day. Yeah, how, like when I watch Impulsive, is like people, people might be like, "Oh, Impulsive, most of the time, all it is, is just bullshit." Yes, but lo- like Logan Paul's the number one creator in the world. Yeah, he's doing something right. Right. So if you like, if you watch this podcast, take something from it that right. what he's doing in this podcast, even if he's talking about complete bullshit. It's working. Something that you can apply. It's like, mm-hmm. take something. Yeah. 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 
All right. If you, if somebody's like at home and they're trying to chase that dream, they're trying to leave home. Yeah. What do you, what are you telling them? Um, I'm, I'm all about just like making those calculated risks, you know? So like if something is lined up and you, you feel in your gut that like you can make it happen, I'd say go for it regardless of what people say, because like the most important thing is like that you believe in yourself and that you feel like you can make it work. Like you ever be in a rut and you're like, ah, dude, like I'll figure it out though. Like I'll figure it out. You ever been tight? You know what I mean? Situations where your back's against the wall. That's why like, I got luck. I tattooed lucky me on my own. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Because that's new, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's literally like the amount of times in the last couple of years I've just gotten lucky, but it's because I put like I'm doing it. You believe in yourself. You put in the work really yeah. is like luck that yeah. a lot of these things are happening. Yeah. And luck definitely does exist. But yeah, no, I think like if you're trying to like get out of your hometown or whatever, or like leave home and, and like embark on a new chapter in your life, like just know that like home's always going to be there, you know? So like, it's really not that scary. It's really not. That's that what I bad. told Jordan so many times. Is I was like, "How much money you got in your bank account? Maybe two thousand dollars." Dude, I moved here with a thousand. I'm and like, I lived in an Airbnb like, for three months. How long does it take you to make two thousand dollars? Yeah, one month. Yeah. So say you send it, chase your fucking dream, doesn't work out. One month after it doesn't work out, you can be right back where you were before yeah. you even tried. Right. So who fucking cares? Yeah. That's, that's a homie I, right there. That's, that's homie I, advice right like, there. You know what I mean? That's good advice. No, but yeah, like, dude, just, just like plan it out if you can. If you can't, at least if you believe in yourself, like do it. But if you're just like emotionally making the decision, like, oh, fuck this. I'm tired of this. Like, let me just move. Like, I've seen people do that and it hasn't worked. You yeah. Know I mean? You got to be like, rational. Yeah. Like, I've had yourself. a coworker that was working at Chipotle. He was like a manager very high up and he was like, ah, I'm just going to move to New York. And everyone's like, why? He's like, I don't know. I'm just going to figure it out. And like, What's your plan? What are you gonna do? Like, what do you? Why do you want to move there? He's like, I don't know. I'm just gonna figure it out. <laughs> move there, move back six months later. It's just like, dude, like, yeah, he didn't plan anything. There was no purpose. What was the purpose of doing that? Like, yeah. So it's just like, yeah. It's like I like to preach like the left home is not just like leaving your hometown. It's any comfort, like leaving the leaving a comfort zone, yeah. Yeah. whatever it may be. But like, that's dope. As I much like as concept. I say, like, yes, just do it. Be smart. Ask yeah. yourself in reality is like, am I good at this? Yeah. Can, can I be good at this? Right. Can I like look at all be, the positives that can come from it too? But just send it. Yeah. <laughs> look at all the positives that can come from it too. Like you're putting yourself in a new situation. It's a new chapter. You don't know anyone, maybe, or you know, you're in a new state. So like you have all this opportunity to like refresh as a person. Like yep. what are these bad habits you have? Like change that. Mm -hmm. You know, like do you procrastinate? Change that. If you're in a move and you're putting yourself up against the wall, like that's an opportunity for you to like prioritize things and plan things and work on that, right? Like there's a lot of growth opportunities that can happen when you like just when you move and make that jump, whether that's whether it's from a job or like to a completely different town or state or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Any uncomfortable environment I think is you're going to learn something valuable. Yeah. yeah. You're bound to grow in it, so. Yeah. But that's some good advice. So, thanks, boys. Anything else? No, I think that's it. That's it. It's been, it's been a vibe. Yeah. Left home episode number three. Who I'll we be win, back, dude? This was fun. Yeah, he'll be back. Yeah. You can come on. Our plan kind of is to be like unstructured. Like maybe the boys are in town. Whatever. Just like have a talk. 
yeah than a guest with like we want to know your story yeah you can come back next week and we can just get drunk and just bullshit. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, like talking so, about current events and like stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, even stuff like too. that. Where yeah. it's like, yeah, we want to share these stories that really embody the left home brand. Right. But also like at the same time, we're mid 20 year olds that are just having life. a good fucking time. Right. And we want to represent that also. Yeah. So Dope. All right, guys. Thank you for watching. Yeah. If you finish, if you watch to the end. Leave a comment, leave a like, share this one with somebody. The first guest pod, this one's going to be a banger. I think our first episode's at like 300-something views right now, so let's get this one to like 3,000. I don't know. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Hell yeah. Let's, let's but, fucking get it. All right, guys. All right. We'll see you on the next one. Cigarettes on cigarettes. My mama think I stink. I got pearls in my hoodies. All the homies think he's think I miss my cocoa butter pieces. I miss my cocoa butter kissing Cigarettes on cigarettes My mama think I stink I got burns in my memory